get my uniform right. Drip. Lace up my sneaks. He check. Now let me put on my crown. The king's back because it's time to go to work. You ready, JL? Yeah, I'm ready, Smoke. I am here. I ain't feel like us. Do it again. I am here. Oh, I felt that. Wait, wait, turn it down. I gotta get something off my chest. First and foremost, I would like to thank the COVID-19 victims. Salute. Victims of other illnesses. Salute. People who lost loved ones. Salute. People who are ill. Salute. People unemployed. I was there for nine months, hold on. People who are battling with serious issues. Stay strong and hold on. I empathize because I have encountered all of the above and my heart pours out to you. Prayers up every day. Essential workers. Heroes and legends. Who are on the front lines. The doctors. Grocery store workers. Supply chain workers. Truck drivers. Police. And the list goes on. I salute you. Infinite salute. Thank you for sacrificing your health and your time to help aid the people. You all are forever in my thoughts and prayers daily. Love is love and thank you so much. To the people who are working tireless hours at home. Man, I know the feeling. People who are in banking like me who have been working 12 to 14 hours a day to make sure businesses do not furlough people and working through the crazy influx of paycheck protection program applications. I have been fighting the battle every day and I just wanna say keep grinding. We are making a hell of a difference and people have no idea. So I'm here to stand in the gap to let the world know. Ooh, tell them. To the people who are alone, it is within my hope that my words bring you comfort and you smile because a brighter day is coming. It is. I understand your pain and frustration because there have been many nights. Many. Many restless hours. Many. Many long nights of crying because I have been alone in a new city by myself for over 60 days. Real rap. Many nights of holding a pillow and envisioning hugging my loved ones. Real rap. As I say, you are not alone. So here's my hug to you through my words. Come on, bring it in. Now into business. Mm. A lot of you are wondering why now. Open up. Well, because order needs to be restored. Structure. At first, I didn't want to do this anymore because I was worried about numbers. They lie. I was worried if people were truly listening to the message. Dealing with those insecurities, I temporarily gave up. Keyword, temporary. I wasn't gaining the following I wanted, but I must admit, I was inconsistent and I didn't know what the people wanted. When I would randomly post my work, the people just stopped posting and sharing after I put in the work. True story. To top it off, I was working tireless hours at the job and traveling every week. Facts. I was pouring myself into others and they just weren't pouring back. Lessons learned. I was supporting a lot of people and they just didn't support back. Lessons learned. And deep, deep down, I lost my passion and hunger. But I'm here. You gonna tell them how you got here, JL? Yeah, give me a second, Smoke. Fade it out. All right, let me know when you're ready, JL. Lock in, let me lock in. Alright, beat me up, Smoke. Gentlemen. 
I had to dig deep to get here. Let him know. I'm talking about real deep. How deep? You know how scientists say they don't know the depths of the ocean? Yeah. They said they can only estimate because they haven't developed technology to go that deep. Damn, yeah. Well, I had to go further than technology. My God. I had to go where it was dark. Tell them how dark. I had to go to the abyss. Damn, I don't think they get it. Elaborate. Well, let me usher them into understanding. Lead them. You know, when you touch the surface of the ocean water on a hot summer day, it's hot. I'm talking hot as hell. Hell yeah. But the further you go out, it gets cold. Ooh, it's cold. And when you dive under, it gets even colder. Ooh. I'm talking ice cold. Oh, I see where you're going. I'm talking negative 1906 cold. Hey, wait. That's how deep I had to go to get back here. Now I'm back, and I'm here to restore order. Say it with your chest then. Restore order. Now explain. You know, when you have structure in your life, and you're in alignment, yeah. you have order, right? Of course. That's what I'm talking about. God, I'm back. Oh, you back, back. Destination Limitless is now in session. I hope you felt that in your soul because I sure did. <laughs> you had a lot built up, JL. Sure did. <laughs> I see. Sheesh. I hope you're still with me. I am. We have a little ways to go, so we're going to smooth it out for a second so you can digest. Yes. Digest that reintroduction. And also, so I can calm down a little bit because I have to get into another pocket. I got you. Let me set the mood for the ladies, JL. Oh, 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 oh. Ladies, hit that high note if you're feeling JL. Oh, 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 oh. Ladies, I hope I wasn't too aggressive for you, but I'm like King Kong, trapped in his cage, ready to unleash his fury. Like isolation. Indeed. JL, are you ready to move on to act two? Yeah, we can tap in smoke, but before we do, we have to take the people back in time. So cue up the DeLorean, and then we can understand how I got here. Okay, take them back to when, JL? Smoke, take them back to April 15th, 2020. Oh, coming right up. All right, we went back in time, but damn. What place in time did we land in? Mm. Let me turn on the radio. Damn, what? Ohio players fire in the world. I know I'm not back in the 70s. Let me turn that dial one more time. Oh yeah, that's better. This that fly shit. This that real player shit. This is that let me get swagged up and drip down type shit. I'm living. Yeah, I feel like God damn. I'm living. Man, who is this calling me? Carpe DMG. G. Man, I know I had this bull programmed in my phone as Dustin, but I'll talk to bro another time. So let me get back to this work and groove out to this living. Big fella left me a voicemail. Big fella never leaves me voicemails. I hope everyone's okay. I know I've been social distancing myself from the world, uh, let me tap in real quick. Smoke, what's good, bro? 
It's really me, Carpe DMG. I'm coming at you, man, because for real, we in a pandemic right now. I know you in transition. I know you've been cooking up. But right now, the world needs that motivation. You know what I'm saying? They need that inspiration. And what better way for it is Destination Limitless, bro. So come with the heat. We've been waiting. Wow. I wasn't expecting this. I've been thinking about my podcast every day, but then I get a call from bro. I know we're in a worldwide pandemic, but I have so much work to do. But managing a $1.3 billion portfolio, I have meetings all day throughout the day. I have annoying bankers nagging me every moment. They get with the PPP rollout, bruh. Like, nah. Whew. Nah. I gotta make sure my bag is secured because I don't wanna go back to being unemployed. I don't have time for a podcast a lot of people didn't care about like that. People don't really care about original content. Man, I'm cool. Oh. Man, let me decompress a bit because I just built up so much anxiety thinking about work and being alone in the city for over 60 days in a room all by myself. I don't have anything positive to say to the people because I'm not even secure within myself. Man, let me change the radio dial again. Oh shit, that B? Man, I remember when this joint came out when I used to bang this joint on the iPod. Alright, enough of that. I can't do the cute shit. I need to find something more in my speed right now. Oh shit, I definitely need to do me. Yo, who's calling me now? Cruz. Man, what does Cruz want now? She probably want to talk about work problems again because I know she been going through it with management and I know that place just dumps so much work on her just like my job does and they probably aren't providing her with any direction just like me. Man, ugh. and then she'll probably go on some crazy rant about how she picked up the work from other people who been there for so long when those people need to know how to do their jobs. And I know for a fact she going through the same PPP process like me. Man, nah. I just need to relax and chill a little bit because I know for a fact that the conversation will be her vent session because she always venting. And I won't even get to talk about none of the shit that's on my chest and heart. Bro, I'm cool. Another voicemail? She left me a voicemail too, bro? Man, I hope her family is okay because she told me a few family members being in some serious situations. Let me see what she's talking about because I'm getting more anxious and worried now. Hey, Smokey's Whitney. I'm just calling to check and see how you're doing, how you been, hoping you're staying healthy. Haven't talked to you in a while. Haven't seen you, obviously, so I'm just making sure you're good. Hopefully you're settled into your new spot and um, you can get back to the creativity that I know you got. Get back to Destination Limitless, bruh. It's time. Ew, another person reaching out to me about my podcast, dog. But hold on, let me... <laughs> Yo, why does she try to sound so cool? Like, bro, you don't sound like that. Like, all right, anyway. But, what, man, what's going on? Like, first it was Big Fella. Now it's Cruz. Like, dog, this is crazy. Like, I mean, I get the encouragement. And they both been there since day one when I launched the joint. But I don't got time for that. I don't have time to be thinking about content and thinking about posts in order to market. I'm already working 15 hours a day. I'm cool. To even thinking about the bullshit ass Instagram, like I don't have anyone to take pictures. I don't have anyone to do my videos. I don't have anyone to help me edit my work the way in which I want. Shh, 
Nah, dog. Man, why is this banker even reaching out to me right now? I don't have time to talk when I've already been working on all your deals till 11 p.m. While managing work calls throughout the day, ain't even on work calls until 12 a.m. because of the PPP process. On some real shit, man. I need to make sure that these businesses are running because I don't want the people to be unemployed and suffer like I did. I just can't focus on a podcast, bruh. It's over for that. My clients need me more than anything right now. Whew. I just built up so much anxiety. I'm just gonna go ahead and pour up this Tito's and listen to some Kendrick, dog. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece got one. Another call? Right, let me see who it is. Oh, it was AA and LB? Oh, I'll call them back later. They probably want to take shots with me, but I got to get back to these PPPs. Let me get back to this song. Conception, not transform like this, perform like oh, this. Here we go again, another message. Oh, shoot, they both left me a message. Let me check it out. Hey, bro, we miss you. Can't wait to get out there. What's good, Josh? How you been? Looking forward to the next concert. Man, listen, they have no idea how much I needed that. Like, they have no idea. Let me play some music that reminds me of them. Yo, when AA was in Columbus, that Lil Uzi Vert, Love Is Raised 2 dropped. Let me play some of that and reminisce when we had a lit Labor Day weekend. That I really don't give a fuck with no Fuck your shit, Uzi. That's exactly how I feel. Yo, I remember when me and AA went to Havana, she met some of the homies. Then the next day, we had just bro and sis time, and we went to a free comedy show to see Roy Wood Jr. And they put us in the front row, fam. And after that, bro, it was so cool. I thought of my homie Durr, asked him to give him a shout out. He did. Bro said, go get us free tickets and I just got to Facebook him. And when I Facebooked him, bro really got me the tickets. But he canceled the show though. But dog, people were just coming up to me during that time and just thinking I was famous, dog. Then we had the grand finale at Club Paradise where she got to see her big bro walking that joint with a cigar, a bottle of champagne, and I was just bossed up on my Merino because I had an ill-ass Dan Marino championship jersey and with the ill-ass Ronnie Fly ECP joints. I was the freshest man alive that day without question. Yes, sir. I remember being so lit at Club Paradise that somebody bumped in the cruise and I was about to service bull, but Shark came out of nowhere and I was able to calm down instantly. Then we got some tacos at Condado's. Man, that shit was a movie, bruh. Bet. Now let me play some La Flame because LB came out for the T Scott concert. And, alright, bet. What song? Alright, man. What? Let me put on that Mama Cita just to zone out real quick, bruh. Mama Cita, Cita, Cita. I remember when I took LB to XL to get some Henny wings and some drinks. Then he got to meet the brothers, you know, my brothers. I had to show little bruh, it was cool to be around the preppy kids, but you gotta have the brothers around you so you can truly identify with them because the preppy kids won't be able to identify with the struggles of the black man. Then I remember when I took him to meet Nita and Lil Drip, and Lil Drip, so happy to see me and I gave him a big hug and told him I loved him and I wanted him to meet my little bro 
Then me and Lil Drip just started play fighting. <laughs> and then we started wrestling. Ugh, get all of that. And Lil Drip, you know what I mean? That's my young boy, man. Then the next day, I remember when we met up with Spoon, Corey, and Joseph. And I got to introduce him to them, dawg. And what's so crazy is that Spoon, Corey, and Joseph all live in the same city as me in Chicago, fam. Like, dog, this is wild. Okay, and now Sunday, big finale. We went to the pre-concert party near the shot, and LB got to meet mad people, like all of my homies, some of them, but like a lot of the boys that I really mess with. So he met some during my 30th, then the new ones that I acquired, dog. And I remember Nita captured some ill-ass pics. Holy shit, let me look at some of them joints right now. I'm fired up, dog. Woohoo! Alright, now let me get back to work. Man, I'm just so happy about those memories. Because, man, listen. I was about to drink my pain away from working so much. Thinking about all the times I was reaching out to people. By calling and texting. And then I would get on social media to see that post. Ignore me, huh? Got y'all. All of the times that I've been there for them, and they act like this? They don't get it at all, fam. All the times I supported them, and they all know the shit that I looked out for and did out of the goodness of my character? Then to top it off, they all know I just moved to Chicago and worked mad hard, but still reached out to them? Man, I changed tires and paid for food and provided shelter. I listen to vent sessions about bulls losing their passion because of gossip and lack of understanding. I supported black-owned businesses and received mad DMs about when they were at a dinner that I wasn't at because everyone thought I was out of town. Like, bulls told me I thought you were out of town. As if that was supposed to mean something. Like, fam, you the homie, and you even thought, damn, where's Smoke at? But people got their own agenda. Bulls want me to participate in group chats, but talk about the same bullshit every day. The moment I make a point about something, they say I'm too serious. I am too serious for provoking real thoughts to create real dialogue and then bulls get quiet. Yeah, no need for me to participate. Man, forget all that. Real rap. I'm glad all this shit happened because I don't have to go out of my way because COVID-19 showed me their truth and this pandemic removed the fake and revealed the real. Let me take a few shots now because that shit pissed me off, dog. Like, bruh, I look out for people all the damn time and that's how people treat genuine people. That's messed up. I just, man, it's just a reoccurring cycle in my life and I'm sick and tired of it, dog. Let me pour up again. Dog, why is my mom calling me? I just talked to her three days ago, bruh. And we just talked about how her church group did this. And how our girlfriends talked about their kids' dreams. But when I talk about my work stress, all she wants to do is talk to me about her friends and how she's doing stuff for other people and not listening to me. Like, I'm cool, bruh. She can wait. It's Easter, so I'm gonna rest for a few hours and chill since I've been working my ass off. So let me put my phone on silent, pour up this shot, and rest. <sighs> Where's my phone at? Oh, here it is. Let me check my messages. Yo, 15 missed calls from my family. Yo, what's going on? Yo, I'm scared as shit. Yo, I hope nobody died. Man, I hope my grandmama's still here because I need some of that macaroni and cheese, potato salad, and fried chicken. 
man, I hope nobody killed my dad while he's working on a job, man. Man, what's going on? Like, oh shit, I miss, miss messages from my mom. Yo, let me check this drawing out first so I can prepare myself. Oh my gosh, here we go. Hey Justin, this is mom. Today is Sunday. I haven't heard from you. So what's going on? I need to hear your voice. Pick up that phone and call me right away. I just need to know that you're okay. You're all alone and I'm here and you're there. So make sure you reach out to me, okay? Love you. If I don't hear back from you, I'm calling your dad and we're going to do a well visit check with the police department. So you better get in touch with me. Talk to you. Love you. Dog, are you kidding me? Are you serious? Man, let me call her first. Let me text everyone back so they let they know I'm cool. Because Shorty really caught was a man, what? Shorty was about to call the police because I was sleep dog? Like this can't be my life, fam. Like, no way. She caused all this pain because I was asleep for a few hours and I just seen her text this morning. Like, come on, fam. You sent me a link about church. When I'm the one who taught you about the internet, you gotta chill, bruh. Man, let me get these messages off so everyone knows I'm cool and so I can really chill. Let me turn on the news just to see what's going on out in the world. Begin with breaking news about the coronavirus. Here are the latest numbers as we come on the air. The U.S. is now leading the world in the number of confirmed coronavirus. President Trump is considering a mandatory short-term quarantine. 5.2 million Americans filed unemployment claims. That means 22. The president also signed a $2 trillion relief package that includes money for individuals, loans for small businesses, and bailouts for industries. Wow. The world is really hurting. You have so many deaths because of this. We have so many people unemployed. And we are still facing the same issues that need to be corrected. We need a powerful voice to inspire hope. Because every day we are witnessing that people are posting the same bullshit from five years ago. You see people who were so high and mighty that they now look weak and showed the world that they didn't practice what they preached. Like, bro, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of the cute shit. Man. What do I do, God? What do I do? Because I'm tired of seeing people suffering. God, I'm tired of seeing the world broken. God, I grew up in a broken community and I see how this runs deep and we gotta stand up and fight this, God. This shit is not cool, God. People were really down and out, God. God, I need you. I remember being down and out by myself all these years, God. I don't want people suffering, God. God, I remember being unemployed for nine months and I needed someone to help me, God. But God, my heart is breaking for the people, God. Cover me. God, I know people called me about Destination Limitless and I didn't want to work on it. God, I know I neglected the gift that you gave me. God, I know I battled with an identity crisis for so long and I don't want youngins to grow up thinking they can't make it. So God, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna let it be known now because I watched and I listened to John Gray say to Charlemagne that God knows what you need. He just needs you to listen. God, that spoke to me so much that I have to believe that that is real. God, I've done a lot of things. I've masked my depression. I've masked my anxiety. I did it all. I hid myself like Adam and Eve did, God, when they bit the apple. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God. God, I don't want you to feel like I don't listen to you. God, I need you to cover me. I need you to be the voice through me. God, I will listen and do your will because I know that you are real. 
I surrender my all to you, God. I don't care about what the world thinks of me because I grew up in a household with a strong man who was spit on by his community. I witnessed a man defy the world's view of the black man, God. I get the strength from my dad, God, so give me strength. I witnessed my mom pour out her hurt to the community and drive all over the creation for her friends. And I see how her friends don't reciprocate the love. I get it, God. I get it. I understand where I get the bottled up emotion from, God. I understand clearly. God, you show me the way and I will do it, God. I will go. God, give me the strength. God, give me the vision to create the videos that I need. God, teach me how to do the image. God, give me the vision to create the audio and implement the sound that I want. God, give me the art form of writing so I can tell the story and make it real. God, come on, God. I, ooh, I feel your presence, God. I know you could do it. I know I could do it. No, I know I will do it, God, because you have shown me years ago and now you stopped the whole world and gave me another opportunity to be in solitude COVID-19 confinement and all I could do was listen now I see why you moved me to Chicago God you put me here on this earth to restore order and God I need to be the voice of the people God you gave me the strength you kept passing me the ball when I was missing shots you passed me the ball over and over and over again until I hit that jumper. Then I hit that one jumper and you said, you go boy. Then I hit another jumper and bought a camera so I can make my own videos. You, then you told me to play around the InShot for hours and to create my first video. Then you told me to learn how to create my own sound clips to give the full experience. Then you told me to keep playing on Instagram and broadcast my talent and I got people talking. Then you told me to reveal to the whole world who I really am. To them, it appeared that it was all scripted. But in reality, it was just that me being sick and tired of the cute shit. I was walking around outside in the rain. And I seen the grinders running, God. I seen them running in the rain. Then I didn't make excuses. They ran in the rain. They goddamn rain. And they made me hungry. And I just couldn't control my emotions. So I posted my emotions. Then I got the call from Boy, who never calls me. And then he told me, he was like, man, bro, Smoke, you cool? I just watched your story and he thought I was losing it. But then he seen how calm I was and how I told him I was sick and tired of the fake shit. Then later on, I went on a rant on IG and I was just fired up before my meeting. And I was fired up because I revealed to the world who JL Smoke is. Hmm. And then after that, I shut off from the world and concentrated on my work. And then I got a text that said, can you talk? And so I called that person and they told me that I don't want to appear to the whole world and be aggressive and scary. We talked and I was defeated. Oh my God, I was defeated. But I knew to trust you God. I just knew it. Then I was getting annoyed about the conversation and decided to check my DMs. And then one person said, that shit got me fired up. And then the other person said, man, that's fucking go. And then another person said, I'm inspired to just say fuck it and do me. Hmm. That person who I was talking to caused temporary doubt. However, you told me to never do that shit again and just to trust you. So I trust you, God. I dropped the ball and you passed it right back and I got my rhythm again. God, as long as you keep passing me the ball, I'm going to keep shooting. I will keep shooting, God, because you keep showing me that I can do everything in just a few days. You told me to trust you and you watch your work. So I'm working. Now, hmm, now you're telling me that the world is watching me, God. 
so keep working. So here I am, here to restore order. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, had to walk you through. That was from April 15th to now. So now I could really get to the real message. <laughs> like I had to script it out so you can understand, but now I can be real with you. COVID-19 stopped the whole world. The signs were clear as day, and many of us had ignored the signs. However, there were some of us who recognized the signs. So let me talk about me. I recognized that I was getting calls and messages about spreading hope into the world. The signs were clear as day, but my heart was so calloused, and I was so insecure about my work that I didn't care about spreading hope into the world because I didn't want to be the voice for the people because the people let me down. But let me tell you, I have my grinders who remind me that I am a legend and that I need to restore order in this broken world by revealing who I am and who I'm meant to be in this world. And that is the real JL Smoke, the realest person alive. I battled with depression and anxiety all my life. And later in life, I recognized that I mastered with drinking and I didn't know I had a drinking addiction. Now, I wanna be very, very clear. I don't drink all the time and I can go months without drinking. However, when times were tough and I was stressed out, I would resort to drinking more than I should. And that revealed to me that that is an addiction. I was drinking in order to temporarily cover my pain. I have been alone in Chicago without physical human interaction. And the only time I interacted with people is when I went to the stores. COVID-19 was so new to me at the time, when I would walk by people, people would cross the street. And that triggered a memory when I went to school in Charlotte and people would cross the street when they would see the black kids coming. You know, I get it. We're in a different environment, but it took me back. As I adapted to the times and the stay at home order took an effect, I would participate in group chats more, but people would go ghost when I would share my thoughts on the subject. People would say, why do you take things so seriously? When in reality, I'm just sharing my opinion. So I distanced myself from group chat. Zoom, FaceTime, and Skype meetings were fun as hell, but we were all taking shots like crazy. And I was lit in my house and randomly started FaceTiming people and don't even remember some of the conversation. Then I would reach out to some of those people and they wouldn't respond to messages at all. That was a sign to me. It wasn't my intent to be disrespectful to anyone. I just didn't know how to filter it, but now I do. I started to channel my chi, which means focus on correcting the issues. And boy, when I tell you, I, when I focus on correcting something, it's a beautiful thing because we aren't meant to be broken and we can truly fix ourselves. The stories you were listening to were real events that occurred and some of you even have witnessed in real time over the course of a few weeks. I'm sharing all of this because COVID-19 forced me to apply my thoughts to restore order because I needed structure. COVID-19 proved to me that people who I thought were my true friends weren't. And that's okay. Not everyone is meant to be in your life forever. COVID-19 proved to me that generational curses and community curses happen because we run away from the problems and try to mask them when we are supposed to have our mask off. I realized that I've encountered a lot of traumatic events in my life and that I didn't want the world to suffer the same way I did. I witnessed families broken apart, people killed right in front of me, prostitution and gambling, gossip, all types of addictions, friendships break apart because of egos, people turn away from their calling, flawed politics, 
community spit in the face of honest people, such as police officers, for doing their job. Let me touch on that just for a second. I grew up in Twin Oaks, a black neighborhood, and all I had were my five cousins who are still to this day my friends. The community I lived in did not accept me because they didn't accept my father being a police officer. The people would get mad at my father for doing his job because they wanted a break from breaking the law. Like, think about that. You make a mistake and you believe you're supposed to be given a break when in turn you're rude and defensive. There were times I needed to talk to my dad to figure stuff out, but I was neglected at times because he was so hurt by the people he vowed to protect and serve. I often would be depressed and I didn't know it. In a neighborhood that is home to me, I would see dime bags all over the park, guns and condoms. I got exposed early. That shit isn't supposed to happen. I witnessed people strung out on drugs and alcohol and I thought it was normal. And when they were sober, they were some of the coolest people. I witnessed when I was working during my summer job a drive-by shooting and a boy got killed for selling drugs on a corner. I witnessed friends who were so tight turn their back on each other when a friend was about to commit suicide and they laughed in a group chat saying, no, nah, he won't do it, dog." And get this, some of them lived in the same city he was about to do it in, but I drove all the way from Ohio just to make sure that person didn't take their life. I witnessed friends who were so tight and did everything together, caused a divide because of the male ego. That divide was so impactful that I wasn't invited to a lot of shit. And they would lie to the elders saying that they invited me knowing damn fucking well they didn't. Well, 2015 came and I didn't get to see my friend who I grew close with in college at all because of a divide. And the last time I got to see him was in a fucking casket. I witnessed the church turn their back on their pastor and told her that her son went to hell because he took his own life. Now let me tell you something. I know for a fact my brother didn't go to hell because I knew his relationship with God. And what we all know is that God knows our hearts. And if we aren't there in a moment, we don't know what that person is dealing with, but God does. Let me dive a little deeper because you religious folk need to get your shit together and stop judging people and talking about shit you don't know about. Not one person on this earth has ever been to heaven or hell. And you're telling people that their kid went to hell because they took their life? Let's think about that. There is life and death and what we say. And because you were taught the wrong way, you believe someone went to hell as if you been there. Fuck out of here. So I had to pick my mom up and tell her I got her forever. And that bro bro didn't go to hell because God caught him right before he hit the water. This is real rap. And it's documented. It's in the newspaper. The report is there. It said death by suicide. But while the paramedics was transporting him to the hospital, he was speaking in a tongue that nobody could understand. And he didn't take his own life. He freed himself from the pain. Now, my mom is spiritual, not religious, because of the greatest divide of all, religion, a practice created by humans. If we really think about the world and how big it is, you mean to tell me that people go to hell if they don't believe in what you believe in? Let's think about that. I grew up Christian, and I was taught that if we didn't, Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, then we're going to go to hell. I ain't going front. My heart breaks every time I thought about it because I don't want people to go to hell. I want them to go to heaven. I have friends who are Buddhists, Muslims, Christians, Hindu, you name it. And you mean to tell me that because you don't say one specific prayer, you're going to hell? Bro, you got to get out of here with that, dog. 
So you mean to tell me people on the Amazon who speak one language that no one else speaks, eats food that they only eat, dance and do rituals that they only know how to do, and play with sticks for fun, go to hell because they didn't get exposed to a religious practice when they're meant to be Amazons and do all of those things? Like, prove it to me, fam. We got to do better. We have to accept each other for who we are and not judge a book by its cover. We are all created equal and we are all different for a reason. We have to make better choices and correct this broken world and mend it. If we don't do it, then nobody will. We have to preserve this world because we want our generations to come to have a place to live. And then they can look back in history just like we do and say, damn, they made a change. Like, think about that. We made the change. COVID-19 stopped the world, but we were able to make the change. Like, really think about legacy. I know for a fact I am going to be a legend because I'm a legend right now. And I know my story will resonate around the world. Just like I believe that all of you will restore order and your stories will resonate with the people around the world because we didn't give up and we wanted to bring balance and hope. So to the people struggling all over, just know you can do it too. You have to keep fighting. It's ultimately up to you. You have the choices to make for a reason and you have to tap into your innermost self and reveal to yourself and be true to yourself that you can bring balance to your life. I'm factually living proof. I talked about only a fraction of the things I've seen. However, the commonality that we all share is that we all make mistakes. And the beautiful thing is that we are given chances to correct them by making better choices. We have to yearn to make better choices. If anything, out of all of what I said, I just need this to resonate with you. And do me this one favor. I just really need you to do this, and I've done my part in this world. I just want you to block out all of the noise and focus on the goodness in you. And I want you to tell yourself that. And I quote, I'm going to make it, and I'm going to bring change and balance to my life. I am not going to suffer any longer because there is so much goodness in me and I know that I can share my gifts with the world. I am going to surrender my life and do the best that I can as a person because I have one life to live and I want to value my life and show the world that I am a gift. I am a gift and I am here and I am here to speak life and not death. I am here to be who I am, meant to be, and that is by listening to the voice, and that voice I deem to be God, who wants you to do his will, and that is the will that excites you and makes you, you. If you believe that, then you are on your way. You are ready to go and be on your destination to limitless. Every day, there is a new journey and destination. What lies inside of you is the key to ignite your vision that will fuel you while you are on your mission. If you believe that, then it's time to go. It's time to cut the anchor and set sail. It's time to put your best foot forward and allow the other one to follow. Now believe. Dream. Envision the whole world being your playground. Now that feeling you feel inside of you, the desire, 
that burning passion, that dream to be, the feeling to just trust yourself and go. That is your living and breathing organism that will take you to your destination. And when you get there, you will find out that there was no limitation to what you can accomplish or obtain. You are in your destination to limitless. Be on your never-ending journey on your destination to limit.